Tá vendo? Vladim discusses the people, the Kedoshim, who served in the Mishkan, i.e. the Kehanim. Parshish Truma told us about the Mishkan, and Parshish Tzava talks about the people who worked in the Mishkan. We're going to take a look at Perak Chavches, Pasuk Aleph. It says, Va'ato, Hashem is talking to Moshe Rabbeinu, and Hashem is saying, Vi'ato, Hakrave Eilecha, bring close to you, as Aaron Achicha, Aaron your brother, the S Bonov Itoy, and his children with him, Mitoich Bnei Yisroel, from amongst the Bnei Yisroel, Lecha Hanoyli, to be Kehanim. To serve me, Aaron, the father, the children are Nodav, the Avihu, Elazar, the Isomer, Bnei Aaron. So the Malbim explains as follows. He says Hashem chose for there to be one man as an intermediary between HaKadosh Baruch Hu and Klal Yisrael. And this man, this person, was privy, was to serve in the inner sanctum of Hashem. He was a shliach of the Am, completely dedicated to avoidance Hashem and to teaching Torah. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu found Aharon to be Muchan, prepared from the position of his Nefesh, because he had developed himself into a towering giant. You know how old Aaron was this time? Anybody have an idea? 86, 86. It was in the 80s. And he says, Aaron was intertwined with all the nefashis of Klal Yisrael. He had the ability to weigh and to know the essence of each Nefesh and its Mila. And therefore, from now on, Aaron would be the middleman to be Mala, to bring up the Avoida and the Reach Nichoyach that comes from the Mata, from down below the Mila. And that was the role that Aaron served. 
So if you want to define what is the role of Kohen Gadol, what is the position of Kohen Gadol, the Gemara says interesting thing. The Gemara in Ma'id Cotton says that a Kohen Gadol, a whole year is like Regel Lukuli Al Madomi. In your statement, Mary Cotton, a Kohen Gadol, an entire year, is like a Regel, like a holiday for everybody else. That means Agans Yor Yomtif. That's what it means. He was Yomtiftik. Agansyor. That was the status of a Kohen God. What is the meaning of that? So if you take a look in Taishas over there, it says an interesting thing. The Gemara says that a Nido, if somebody is excommunicated, it's not Noye Ganyantif. She says, if a, so a Kohen Godel, following that logic, would never have Nidoi applying to him. Couldn't become excommunicated. What's the pshat? What's the essence of the word nidui? What is the essence of excommunication? It's a richuk. HaKadosh Baruch Hu considers you a rachuk. Meruchuk. You're distant. You're far away. Akoyim Godol that's not shayach to nidui means Akoyim Godol is always in a massive of Kurva, Koroif. He's Koroif to HaKadosh Baruch. That's the Lashon HaPasuk over here. HaKrev Eilecha. Aaron was HaKrev Eilecha. Aaron is becoming a Koroif. A Kohen Gadol is somebody who's a Koroif. The intermediary of a Kohen Gadol the position is someone who's Korov Lonu and Korov LaKadosh Baruch. That's what a Kohen Gadol is. Kohen Gadol is someone who his mindless and nefesh is such that he can't become a Ruchik. He's always in a matzah of Korov. Now, in this postic it says, Va'atah and you hakrei v'ilach. Who's Va'atah? Moshe. What is the pshat in va'atah? Why does it say va'atah? What is the meaning of va'atah in you? And also it says, ha-crave e'lecha. Bring close to yourself. What does it mean, bring close to yourself? So, there's a beautiful orachayim over here that sheds light and a lot of things. And he says like this. He says in the word it says, in the Pasuk, first of all it says, the word hakrave. It says the word va'atah. And it says the word elech. And he says the emes is, the medrash says, that there's a little background to this scenario. Before I tell you over the Arachayim, I'm going to show you a rash. Turn back to Parsha Shmois. Turn back to Parsha Shmois. In Gimel.
says Moshe Rabbeinu was given the position to go and take the Yidna Adam Mitzrayim. And what was Moshe Rabbeinu's response? He refused. Moshe Rabbeinu told HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Shlach no biyad tishloch. Find somebody else to do the job. That's not, not for me. Okay. Perik Dalit. Sorry, Perik Dalit. Pasek Yud Gimel. Vayoymer, and he said, Biyashem. Shlach no biyad tishloch. Send somebody else. Vayichar af Hashem b'Moshe, and Hashem got angry at Moshe. Zdalad Yudalad. Vayichar af Hashem b'Moshe, and Hashem got angry at Moshe. Vayomer and Hashem said, Haloi Aaron Achicha Halevi Yadati Kidaber Yadaberhu. Do I not know that your brother Aaron will speak? The Gam Hine Hu Yoytze Likrosecha. Your brother will come out to greet you when you will go to Mitzrayim. Viracha, and you will see him. He will, Viracha, he will see you. Visomach beliboy. Moshe Rabbeinu refused this job. You know why? Because he thought that his brother Aaron was going to be makbid on Moshe Rabbeinu, for he was Eula the Gedula. Look in the Rashi. Viracha. Rashi says, Not like you think. Your brother will be makped on you. That you're ascending to greatness. Yeah? You know what's going to happen? So look in Rashi now, in Pasuk Yudal, the first Rashi. Vayichar af. Rabbi Yeshua ben Korcha Oimer. Rabbi Yeshua ben Korcha says, Kol charoin af shebetoira nemar boiroisha. Every charoin af in the Torah, you always find it leaving a roisha. Whenever Hashem gets angry, there's always an impression left. The anger doesn't dissipate. And over here we don't find the Roshim. We don't find that an Oynish came through that anger that HaKadosh Baruch had in Moshe. Omar loy Rabbi Yaisi, Rabbi Yaisi said to him, no. Even in this it says a Roshim. Because haloy Aroin Achicha Halevi Aaron Achicha Halevi. See, Hashem introduces in this pasuk. He says, "Vayomer, Halei Aaron Achicha Halevi." Shehaya Asid Lias Levi. His future, his destiny, was to be a Levi, the Loi Koyin, not a Koyin. Vahakohuna Hayisi Omer Lotzeis Mimcha. The Kohuna was destined to come out from you, Moshe. Meata Lo Yiyake. From now, will not be like this. Elohu Yiyakoyin. The Atolivi. 
Shinemar says in the Pasik, Umoisha Ishoalikim Bonov Yikoru Al Shevet Levi. So what the Rashi tells us is that really the destiny of Moshe was to be a Kay. Moshe was supposed to be the Kay. He lost the Kahuna. Not only did he lose the Kahuna, I'm sorry, what's your question? I'm sorry. The order of the Hashem get angry at my Yishtom, who was a Levi, he's not going to be a Levi anymore. He's going to be more than a Levi. He's going to become a Koya. It could be that Moshe could be a better Koen uh, Golov than, than... No, because of this he couldn't be. We'll see what, we'll explain in a minute why. So the Orchayim so the is like this. He lost his ability to be the Kayin. Ella, because he says, HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, HaKadosh Baruch Hu tried to get him to go do the job. He refused. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu removed him from the position of Kahuna. What did Hashem tell him? I'm reading now from the Arachayim on our parsha. So Hakadosh Baruch Hu told him like this: Lizeh Omarli. Listen to what he said. V'shas Maisa. Now Hashem told him Va'ata. Now that Aaron is becoming a kohen, this is months, months later. It's a long time later, right? Va'ata perish. Know what it means? Loy litzad she'ani mitzav chalavat. I'm calling upon you to be Makariv Aaron, not starting to give you a command, like the other commandments I'm giving you to do. It's on page Tafresh Ayn Vav. No, the Pshat is like this. Elagam Ata Mitzad Atzmacha. I want you, Mitzad yourself. Hakrev Es Aaron Bim Kaimcha. I want you to bring Aaron. To replace you. I want you to want to do the ma'isim inside yourself to put Aaron in the position that you should have had. V'tase ha'dover, I want you to do this matter ki'ilu as if you desire it. Ki'zelecha, this is for you, b'mokin korban lechapora. This is a korban for kapora. Because you challenged Hashem. It says like this, Hakrev Eilecha. What does Eilecha mean? Eilecha means for you. What does it mean for you? Lechaparoscha. Behikrev es Aaron, v'yitein loigdulosai, when you will bring Aaron close and give him your godless, Eilecha korbin gadol mizeh, there's no greater korbin than Let's understand. For Moshe. For Moshe. Let's understand this. I want you to hear the lumbus. This is very What was the reason why Moshe Rabbeinu rejected the position? Islam, he didn't want the job. He was an honor. No. He was not because he thought he wasn't right. Kashan was your right, you're right. The reason why he was Misarev, he refused, was because he was Khoshish concerned about Aaron's covet. You have to realize, you know when, where did Hashem speak to Moshe? 
Where was Moshe when Hashem chose him? He was in Midian. He was out of the scene of the Yid. Who was the leader of Klai at that time? Aaron. Aaron Akoin was the leader of Klai Aaron was the Navi. Aaron was the Manning. Aaron was the judge. All of a sudden, Moshe gets a job coming to usurp his brother. So Moshe Rabbeinu said, I can't take the job. Cover my brother. That means, Moshe Rabbeinu knew his brother was inside. But he could not imagine that a shaykh for him to get a position and be oila l'gdula on top of his brother and that his brother should not be somewhat makbid. He could not hear that his brother should not be makbid. It was loy nishmal. He could not assume that. And that's why Hashem got angry at him. You know what Hashem told him? You underestimated your brother. Your brother... Number one, he's coming to greet you. And third of all, second of all, he will see you. You know what the Medrash says? Samach means? He'll be Samach Beliboy and not Bepith. What does that mean? So the Medrash says he's going to be Samach Beliboy much more than his pet. It means he's going to be so happy for you that you got the job. He won't be able to put it into words. His feelings. His feelings of happiness will be so happy for you. HaKadosh Baruch told Moshe Rabbeinu, in this Nakuda, your brother is Eila Alech. And I want you to hear. Moshe Rabbeinu's leadership was what? Why did Moshe Rabbeinu say to leadership? Noisei ba'oyelim chaveri. He was mishtatev he felt the pain of others. Moshe Rabbeinu was a man who felt everybody's pain was his pain. No matter how dangerous, how sarcastic, how silly, he stood up and he demanded justice. This is the other side of the coin. In this Nakuda, Aaron Akoyim was master. Aaron Akoyim was the one who was able to be mishtatev in the simcha of Akhir. Somebody else's joy was his joy. That was the Midah Aaron. The reason why Aaron was chosen for that, and that's what Moshe Rabbeinu underestimated Aaron. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu told him, so HaKadosh Baruch Hu told him, now is the time, I want you to be misakin that Zach. How are you misakin the Zach? I want you, mitzal atzmacha, not mitzal atzivu levat. I want you, Mitzad Atzmacha, to go be Makariv Aaron, a lecha to you. No one means to you? Put him in your place. You're fired from the job. I want you to put him in your place. And I want you to be happy for him. Kilo Atachavitzbah. I want you to do it. Kilo Atachavitzbah. Hear that? Hear that tikkun that Rosh Hashanah had to go through? It's amazing tikkun. So I always had a shaila. Was Moshe Rabbeinu actually Masakinus? Was he Zeichet? Did he do the job? So then it's like this. If you take a look at the beginning of our Parsha, right in the beginning it says, Va'ata Titzavah. Yeah. It 
says, as B'nai Yisrael, V'yikhu Eilecha. Yeah? And they should take to you, Shemen Zayizach. So Lachari, the problem is, why did they have to bring the Shemen to Moshe Rabbeinu? Moshe Rabbeinu didn't like the like, like the Meir. Aaron needed it. Moshe didn't need it. So if you take a look in the Medrash Rabbah, this is something I heard many, many years ago from Chaim Shemlevitz. He said, on the Medrash in the beginning of this parish, it's like this. Hinei matoiv umanoim sheves achim gam yachad. Behold, how good and how pleasant it is when brothers dwell together in unity. Keshemen hatoiv al harosh like the good Shem that gets poured on the head, Yoyred al-Hazaki, it falls down on the beard. Zikan Aharon, the beard of Aharon. So he says, why does it say in the Pasuk, twice, Zikan? It should say the Shemin goes from the head, on the beard of Aharon. Why does it say al-Zikan, and then it repeats again, Zikan Aharon? So the Medrash says, an amazing thing, the Medrash is brought down, he said over, remember, if it was interesting, he said, it's a sheet of Mekubetzis, and Kresis. Now, Chesim Abayz, it brings down the sheet of Mekubetzis. We have this Medrash. Over there it says, when it was Yoyred al-Zakan Aaron, you know how, you made, you know how they made the Kain Aaron? They poured the Shem and the Mishkan. They poured the oil on it. It says, when they poured the oil on the Zakan of Aaron, Ki'ilu Hoya al-Zakan Moshe. It was just like what's going on in this condition. Moshe felt the same exact way. Simcha, that Aaron felt. Moshe felt too. That's why it says, Sheves Achim Gam Yochad. Sheves Achim Gam Yochad. It's a different story. Sheves Achim. The Shemin that came down. Moshe Rabbeinu was working on Mesachet Nezach to try to match Aaron Akoyinus. This was Aaron's meat. That's what the Malbim says. Ki kol ha-nefoshes, all the nefoshes, all the nefoshes. Everybody's nefesh. He was able to see the mile of each person's nefesh. The mile of the greatness of every yid was his simcha. We'll see throughout the parish, you have to get started the sukkah, we'll finish the sukkah. We'll see this. This was the whole midah of Aaron Akoy. To be a koyin that's Ayyad Akadish Baruch, Moshe Rabbeinu was a master of Naisa Ba'ilam Khaveri. But it's a much higher level to be Naisa Basimcha's Khaveri. To feel the joy of somebody else's simcha, like it's your simcha, is a much more difficult and a much harsher thing, harder thing to do. This is what it takes to be a kite. Mitch Hashem will see tomorrow that throughout the whole parsha. This was the whole media that why Aaron was zeichet for it. You take a look in that Rashi we just mentioned Dal Yudal. Rashi they says Umisham Zocha Aaron Laadi Hachoshin Hanosun Al Halif. From there. He was zeichet to the ornament 
of the chayshin that's placed on the leaf. This is a void that a person has to do sometimes. To be sameach for somebody else. At best, when somebody else has a simcha, you couldn't kill us. That's the best. Normally, when somebody else has a simcha, if it affects you, you're very unhappy. Got a call today from a very nice lady who has quite a large family, but she can't have kids anymore. Somebody came and told her that they're pregnant. She told me she cried a whole day. That's it's called that's, that's normal. She's just being honest with herself. Most of you ignore it, ignore it. Then she has to know a nice person is indifferent. The guy tells his mazatov. So mazatov. So. What, what do I care for? He was mazatov. He had a baby. He had a grandson. What's supposed to get done? He's dead. She called me because uh, he oh. called me because he needed to find my wife. That's why. Never. Yeah. <laughs> 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 she was like the the guardian of the Torah, the Chupa, the Meister Tzivim. Um, to know that to be in somebody else's simcha is a much harder avoided than Mishnah on Mishnah and it's something you have to think about. And if you don't think about it, you don't contemplate it, you'll never be Mishnah on Mishnah. That's what it says. You have to think, why are you talking happy for that person? Why should I be happy? Why is that person happy? That's what just think about. Why should you be happy for him? It's, very, it's a very difficult thing. I should be happy? Let's say, I, I, let's say I'm missing that Zach that he has. I'm surely not going to be happy. Don't you know what you have to overcome? It's over, to overcome, see, to mishtatif in your tzara, I have to overcome my disinterest in you. That's all. I see you suffering, so I have to feel I'm not interested in your tzara. Now I'm interested. But to be happy in your simcha, I have to overcome much more. To, to, much, much, much more you have to overcome. To mishtatif just being interested doesn't help me be sameach for you. You have to mamish be margish that me and you are one. We have a shaykh to each other. Otherwise, it's not shaykh for you to be happy with somebody. Mamish. Think about it. It's to be happy with somebody. What prevents a person from being able to uh, feel others, other people's symptoms? When that one... Jealousy, first of all. That's one thing. Jealousy. I have a negative. If I see somebody happy, and I'm not happy, that, that rubs you. You understand? Why should a person be happy when somebody else is happy? This is the question. Why should I be happy? Maybe. This prat. That's what we're going to emphasize tomorrow. Where do you see what what, what is about Aaron that had this mind? But if, but if Moshe hadn't incurred the Haram of Hashem, then Aaron would not have had this opportunity. It seems. 
from the explanation. So, would have been so, a fine lady. Yeah, but so what was, why would, why would Moshe have been Roy? Because he, why would Moshe have been Roy? That's that was Roy. Moshe's destiny to become a Kayan. Had he steigt into this, just like all the challenges that Moshe Rabbeinu had, hearing that his brothers seeing, and suffering, seeing two Jews fighting, seeing the girls of Midian, of Yisra getting, getting challenged, watching the sheep, they were all challenges. And he rose to those challenges and he passed those tests. He says, this test was a seven-day test. <laughs> so you, sometimes you can't pass all the tests. So that's part of life. So you move to the next course. But the Hashem gave him the chance. He's misacking it right now. But it has a Roshah. When Hashem gets angry, there's a Roshah. Ayichar Af Hashem, it's a Roshah. There's a Roshah. So if a person can uh, be aware that they have a natural uh, tendency to be jealous, then they're able to overcome that and be able to feel that people can do I mean, that's no, the root. no. I mean, that's definitely one of the roots. You have to think why you, why should you have to first think about why you should be happy for the guy. First, have to think why he's happy. Then you have to think why you should be happy for him. Sad, it's more achmonis. I can feel sad for a cat in pain. That I only have to overcome my indifference. To feel happy, I have to climb into his skin. I have to become one with him. A father is happy when his son is happy, when his son's successful, because the father sees himself as echad with the son. Tisimach. There's no question about it. Different people. I always say over it. Someone says, go to a simcha. You're going because it's his simcha. So I'm going to come, come up, participate in your simcha. Sometimes you go to a simcha, you try as you feel it's your simcha. Like a child simcha. It's your simcha. Why? What's your simcha? You're not getting married. The kids getting married. You're going to get the bills. <laughs> it's the, and the minute, you know, even that I've come right across. I think many people call me up and tell me this. Only one. This question. What? Rabbi, why do they call them simchas for? They're just big uh, pains. <laughs> the bills, the shopping, the cost, the expense. The father gets it, the kid gets the happiness. He's no one did it for me, why should I do it for him? Is it easier to become like a part of the England of strangers? No question about it. Because it's like You see it, Mamsh Yosem. Mamsh. 100%. At a certain Talmud, and Pasha, this kid got by mitzvah. And I had made the kid from, I'd work with the kid, Mamish from Salman Shechta to Mizrahi to the Academy, to tells. I pushed the with my kid. And the father was like trying to keep me, like, at a distance. I remember being very upset again. So the father said, Why are you so upset? I said, Why am I upset? I feel like my kid's getting by mitzvah. <laughs> You're not letting me partake in a mitzvah. <laughs> so, 
Like Ekel was getting a mitzvah there to throw. I told him, make something over here so I can participate. Make something in Cleveland touch. If you want to come, you come. Hey. <laughs> uh.